This is news, the bigger picture. I'm Alex Verbeek, and this is the 15th of December. I wonder if I should start with Mark Meadows. The House voted to refer Meadows to the Department of Justice for criminal contempt of Congress. And I'm sure you got this news already. And if you don't, you've likely been watching Fox News and that didn't speak a word about Meadows for a full 24 hours. But then again, Fox News and my news update make a very illogical combination. So I will leave this headline and I will just say that I can still be shocked to read that a Republican member of Congress wanted Republican-dominated state legislators in states where not all the votes were counted yet to simply ignore the will of the voters, choose their own electors, and then hope that the Supreme Court would hand the election to Trump, as he had been saying for weeks that it would. Following American politics from Europe has the advantage of seeing it all develop from a distance, and it's easier to see the bigger picture. And that is actually not a pretty picture. Let's move to COVID-19. The World Health Organization, the WHO, has warned that the new coronavirus variant, Omicron, is spreading across the globe at an unprecedented rate. Cases of the heavily mutated variant have now been confirmed in 77 countries, but it's likely that you will find it in many more countries right now. Uh, It's just not detected yet. But in America, we have now reached a staggering number of more than 800,000 Americans that have died from the coronavirus. It's the highest recorded national death toll from the global pandemic. So get your booster and and follow the other official guidelines. If you follow these, you may actually save somebody else's life. Isn't that a beautiful thought? Now, talking about corona, corona is not only a deadly virus. Corona is also a region around the sun. And NASA has now announced that for the first time, a spacecraft has flown through the corona or the outer atmosphere of the sun. And that is no small feat. The so-called Parker Solar Probe has to withstand intense heat and radiation. But it did gather new insights on how the sun works. Because the corona is a fascinating place where processes take place that scientists simply can't explain. So, for instance, the temperature of the sun at its photosphere is roughly 6,000 degrees Celsius. That's already very, very hot. But within the corona, it can reach a staggering million degrees or more. Now, it's not only getting hot in the corona of the sun. The Arctic is also really getting hot, although we talk about a different kind of temperatures. The highest temperature ever recorded in the Arctic, 38 degrees Celsius, which is 100 degrees Fahrenheit, has now been officially confirmed by the World Meteorological Organization, the WMO. The record was reached in June last year in a Siberian town with a name that is very hard to pronounce. I would give it a try as something called like Verkoyansk. The WMO that knows the thing or two about nice weather said that this extreme heat was, quote unquote, more befitting the Mediterranean than the Arctic. Now, for a bit more context, we should look at the Arctic report card for this year that NOAA presented this week. And the main conclusions are really somber reading. 
Let me give you a few of these worrying insights. The Arctic continues to warm more than twice as fast as the rest of the globe. And the post-winter sea ice volume in April this year was the lowest since records began in 2010. And also, the Arctic Ocean is acidifying faster than other global oceans. This may have implications, it will likely have implications, for the Arctic ecosystem, including influences on, on things like algae and plankton and fish. If we move to Greenland, staying in the Arctic, the Greenland Ice Shield experienced several periods of extreme melt in last summer. And in August, for the very first time ever, and you probably read about this in August, rainfall was directly observed at the highest summit on Greenland. And this was not just a few drops that could fascinate the scientists present. It was literally pouring on the summit of Greenland. Now, the Arctic report card continues with more worrying news, for instance, on the greening and also on the browning of the tundra. And then there was also the news that beavers are now colonizing the Arctic tundra in western Alaska. And what they do is that they transform lowland tundra ecosystems and they are degrading permafrost by increasing the amount of unfrozen surface water on the landscape in winter. That's typically what beavers do, and they do it also when they move into the Arctic tundra. Another factor to take into account when looking at the Arctic is the shipping, the shipping traffic between the Pacific and the Atlantic Oceans, and that is now continuing to increase. And with that, the marine noise increase at levels that are increasing in, in the frequency bands that are also used by marine mammals. And talking about shipping, there's also new types of marine debris that is washing ashore, which is garbage that is likely from foreign ship trafficking through this region. These are just some of the highlights or better lowlights of the report, and the list goes on and on and on. This is extremely worrying reading, and the Arctic may not be the first place you think about. And when you put on your television set, it is much more likely that you will see New York City or Hollywood. But the Arctic is less far away than you might think in an increasingly connected hot planet. So this was my take for the news for tonight. I'm saying tonight because it's night in Europe where I am at the moment. Here it is now 19 minutes past 10 in the evening. And... Um, Today, I had the pleasure of talking with Gary Lewis on the Planet Pork uh, podcast. And we spoke about this week's vote in the United Nations Security Council on a resolution about the impact of climate change on security. And we also spoke about Lewis' 35 years career within the United Nations, a fascinating career with lots of stories to tell. And we spoke about human security and on the need for better leadership in the world and within the UN. And we even touched upon his country, Barbados. He wrote a book about a key figure in its history. And we spoke about the impact of climate change on his country. Also, as an example, how small island states can be impacted by, uh, by uh, climate change. Um, so I will soon post that interview as a podcast, just as I will do with this short uh, news update. And I hope you will enjoy it. Have a great day. Stay safe out there. And thanks so much for listening.